All statements and opinions expressed by guests of the Adult in the Room podcast are strictly their own and do not necessarily reflect the beliefs or opinions of the host, producers, or advertisers. All interviews are presented in their most complete possible form in the interests of free speech. No statements should be interpreted as financial, legal, or medical advice. Listener and viewer discretion are strongly advised. It's the Adult in the Room podcast with Victoria Taft. That's me. Welcome to a special emergency session of the Adult in the Room podcast. And it's about the federal indictment of a former president of the United States. Mike Davis is a constitution expert. He's well booked up on this issue. And uh, he was with the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee. He was an attorney. He started Article 3 Project, and he is a news commentator. And Mike, welcome back to the Victoria Taft Show and the Adult in the Room podcast. How are you? Thank you for having me. Well, here we go. We have the indictment now, and I know you've been opining about what you expected to see in the indictment. Did it match your expectations, or was it less than some had believed? It's exactly what I expected since August, which is that... Biden has greenlighted a prosecution against his political enemy, Donald Trump, for the non-crime of a former president having his presidential records in the office of the former president, which is uh, authorized by Congress, funded by Congress, federally funded, uh, staff with security clearances, secure office space, secret service protection. There is uh, no doubt that President Trump was allowed to have his presidential records in Mar-a-Lago, classified or not. It doesn't matter whether they're classified under the Presidential Records Act. And what we have here is the Biden Justice Department is knowingly ignoring the Presidential Records Act and charging Trump under the Espionage Act that does not apply to a president or former president's handling of his presidential records. They, they, they know this. They, they know this and they are charging anyway. What this is all about is Trump declassified via presidential memo the crossfire hurricane records against uh, that, that showed that Hillary, Obama, Biden, the attorney general, the FBI director, the CIA director cooked up the Russian collusion hoax against President Trump in 2016 during the campaign and unleashed the crossfire hurricane investigation against Trump. Uh, and they did this to deflect from the fact that Hillary got caught with her illegal home server as Secretary of State with our most classified secrets that was hacked by foreign governments, and she obstructed justice by destroying the server, and they had evidence of her illegal pay-for-play scheme. So that's what Crossfire Hurricane is all about. Trump declassified these records. He had them in Mar-a-Lago, and uh, he was going into a civil lawsuit versus Hillary Clinton in Florida. And this magistrate judge on that lawsuit, Bruce Reinhardt, had to recuse because he had a 2017 Facebook post trashing Trump. And six weeks later, that that's uh, that judicial bias just magically disappeared because the the the, Gar the Biden Garland Justice Department went to the same magistrate judge and got this illegal, unprecedented, uh, unnecessary home raid on Trump to get back presidential records that the Biden Justice Department was not entitled to have. They used the Espionage Act as the cover to go get these. And it was the same 
bad components of the Justice Department, the National Security Division and these corrupt FBI units that ran the crossfire hurricane against uh, presidential candidate Trump and President Trump were the ones involved with getting back these damning records. Okay, so should we read anything into the fact that this is occurring in Florida and not Washington, D.C.? I think that what happened is uh, that Garland realized he would have a hard time getting venue in D.C. because everything that allegedly occurred happened in Florida. He still could have tried to do it. Another reason he may not have gone to D.C. is D.C. has a uh, an opinion from the D.C. District Court from 2012 with Bill Clinton. And this opinion, Bill Clinton got caught with eight years of highly classified audio recordings of his presidency, 79 tapes in his sock drawer. And these included highly classified discussions between the president of the United States and foreign leaders, the most classified secrets imaginable. Wasn't in a skiff. It was in Bill Clinton's sock drawer. And this Obama judge in 2012 correctly held that under the Presidential Records Act, not the Espionage Act, the Presidential Records Act, the mere fact that the president of the United States took these records when he left office uh, makes them personal under the Presidential Records Act. And it does not matter whether they're classified. That's why former presidents get all the security precautions they get. Do we really think that a president, we can trust a president with our most classified secrets one day, and then the second he leaves office, we can't trust him anymore, and he all of a sudden becomes a, uh, he's going to become a, a foreign agent, maybe with Biden. I, I can see that. But with the Espionage Act, the whole point of the Espionage Act, it is to protect every, it is, it is a system for everyone else on the planet except for the president of the United States. It's so because the president is the ultimate classifier and declassifier as commander in chief under the Constitution. And they think they're going to get away with bringing bogus charges, which I assume you believe these are, uh, because it's going to take years to sort it out. Well, I mean, I think all they care about is getting through November of 2024, the presidential election. This is clear election interference. Uh, they did this in 2016 with with Russian collusion and crossfire hurricane against Trump. They did this again in 2020 when uh, the New York Post had Hunter Biden's laptop with clear foreign corruption and bribery from then Vice President Joe Biden, a presidential candidate. The CIA colluded with former 51 former uh, intel goons and said it was a Russian disinformation campaign and got the New York Post, the oldest newspaper in America, deplatformed. On, both on Facebook and Twitter, even their website got deplatformed. You couldn't access the link to the story. So if they interfered in the election against Trump in 2016 and interfered against in the election against Trump in 2020, why is it such a head scratcher to, to think that they would do it again in 2024? You know, it'd be nice if occasionally somebody would be brought up on charges on uh, getting away with some of the stuff, doing these things. Durham had an opportunity to go after the people who fomented this this conspiracy against Trump and declined. I mean, he tried two and, you know, two strikes, you know, he was 0-2 on those cases. Uh, so he got at it. He saw it. He, he you know, gave us the information, uh, the recitals of what happened and then couldn't do anything or didn't do anything. If somebody went to jail, you know, we might not have this anymore. Yeah, I mean, that, that's been the problem for years at the FBI. The Obama weaponized politicized and weaponized the Justice Department. O Obama and Eric Holder did this. And they brought in bad people like Jack Smith to run the public integrity section. Jack Smith is the special counsel now. 
Jack Smith was uh, er Eric Holder's hire in 2010 to run the public integrity section, and he politicized that section. Remember, he brought bogus charges against then Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell, who was a potential Republican presidential candidate. This bogus theory got him convicted, and it didn't get resolved for seven, several years later by the Supreme Court, and it was eight to nothing. He got reversed by the Supreme Court. It would have been nine to nothing, but Justice Scalia died. And so, and then we have the same Jack Smith who's running this political hit on Trump. Jack Smith is the one who who worked closely with Lois Lerner on the, bo the bogus Lois Lerner scandals at the IRS. Jack Smith is the one who uh, went after throwaway Democrats who were a problem for the Democrat Party. Like, you know, there was like uh, John Edwards. He went after John Edwards when he was a problem for the Democrat Party. I mean, he, Jack Smith is the prosecutor who Democrats bring in to take out presidential candidates. And he's doing it. He's going to try to do it again in 2024. Remember, Congressman Renzi got prosecuted by Jack Smith and President Trump pardoned Renzi. I, I bet you that didn't make Jack Smith very happy that the president of the United States pardoned someone who Jack Smith got a conviction on. And so, look, Jack Smith is clearly a political animal. He's clearly a political actor. His wife uh, produced a documentary for the Obamas, right? So this is a pretty cozy relationship. His wife gave $2,000 to Joe Biden's presidential campaign in 2020. So, you know, who knows if it came from a joint account or not, but like the, the people want to attack Justice Clarence Thomas for his wife's political activities. How about Jack Smith's wife's political activities? How about Jack Smith's track record of running these politicized and weaponized hit jobs on presidential candidates and getting overturned turned unanimously by the Supreme Court? That's not easy to do. I clerked on the Supreme Court. It is not easy to get overturned. Uh, it's for any criminal conviction to get overturned at the Supreme Court, let alone eight to nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, the I think you were talking about is it Jay Bada who's in charge? Is it Jay Bada that uh, Jay Bratt? Forgive me, who is in who is in charge of this particular group that's going after Trump? The um, and I and he was cited, cited in a story I read today about how his uh, he came to a meeting to go after the person who had been helping uh, Trump. Uh, move boxes and that sort of thing. Uh, Nuada, and he went after his attorney in this sort of shady meeting. And haven't we all had one of these wherein somebody said to the attorney, gee, I understand you want to be a, a judge. Yeah, I mean, it's so bad. Jay Bratt runs the National Security Division. That is the most, one of the most crooked divisions in all of the Justice Department. They're the deep state goons. They have been for a long time. It was the biggest mistake ever creating the National Security Division. Division George W. Bush did this after 9-11, and it is a mistake because these the, they have been politicized. They have been weaponized. They are used to go after their political enemies like Trump and to ignore very obvious crimes by people like Hillary Clinton and uh, Joe Biden. And well, Biden. We thought that, you know, after after Hillary Clinton destroyed documents, after Joe Biden took documents, after Mike Pence took documents, all of a sudden we thought, oh, well, you know, I guess taking documents isn't that big of a deal. I mean, they can have them in the garage behind the Corvette. Now, all of a sudden, it's a, you know, pants on fire kind of a situation. Uh, the sirens are going off and, oh, my God, we're indicting a former president. 
Put that into some perspective for me. Yeah, they're indicting a former president who is the leading presidential candidate against their boss, Joe Biden. And remember, again, this keeps getting lost in all this. The Presidential Records Act controls the handling of presidential records by presidents and former presidents. The Espionage Act applies to everyone else. It is not possible for the president or former president to commit espionage and how they handle their presidential records. It's also not legally possible to generally commit obstruction of justice if you're obstructing an investigation into a non-crime. If, if it was not a crime for President Trump to have his presidential records, which it was not, it's allowed by the Presidential Records Act, how can you obstruct justice into this non-crime? That's not my legal theory. That is a binding legal opinion from 2019 at the at the Department of Justice's Office of Legal Counsel. They are ignoring the 2012 Clinton sock drawer case. They are ignoring the 2019 Office of Legal Counsel uh, opinion, and they're going after Trump. And you have to ask this question about espionage. Generally, the espionage is because you're trying to do harm to the United States. Let's just pretend that Donald Trump was a low-level Department of Defense employee and not the former president of the United States, and so the Espionage Act applied to him. What harm would it cause to the United States that he had his documents at Mar-a-Lago? They were guarded by the Secret Service. They never leaked. They didn't leak for 18 months when President Trump was in office. They didn't leak until Biden ordered this illegal raid on him, on Trump, and stole these documents from him. And again, the whole reason for this raid was to get back Trump's declassified and damning crossfire hurricane records. That's what this was all about. Those were about to become public in Trump's civil lawsuit versus Hillary Clinton. That's why Jay Bratt at the National Security Division, the same National Security Division that helped run crossfire hurricane, had to get back these documents. That's what this was all about. This idea that former presidents can't have classified records is a smokescreen. It is complete and utter nonsense. Isn't it, and, isn't it amazing that they can bring the entire array of government against somebody on bogus charges and everyone just salutes smartly and marches up the hill? Because Republicans are so weak and stupid. And when I watch the, the, the legal commentators and the, the you know the so-called legal experts all afternoon today and they're clutching their pearls and chasing their tails. I'm like, you, you guys don't understand the Presidential Records Act versus the Espionage Act. And now they're trying to say in this indictment that Garland's green-lighted this this Garland indictment of Trump, really the Biden the, the Biden indictment of Trump. Let's get let's get real. They're trying to say that it doesn't matter whether Trump declassified these records, that you can still charge a former president under the national uh, under the national defense information of the F Espionage Act. If that's their theory, that is so weak, it's likely unconstitutional. That will never be upheld by the Supreme Court. Think about it this way. If a president declassifies something and wants to make it public, it's declassified and, and the president wants to make it public, you think you can charge the president of the United States for disclosing national defense information after he declassified it. If that's the case, that means that the commander in chief under our constitution who has the ultimate authority to declassify or classify is beholden to a bureaucrat at the CIA or another intel community, the DOJ, who works for him. That is not constitutional. That is insane. That is an insane legal theory that Jack Smith 
swinging. But guess what? That's what Jack Smith does. He likes to get reversed unanimously by the Supreme Court. Yeah, he just because it buys time for their guys, for the so-called good guys. Is there any way that the the um, uh, Supreme Court could be prevailed upon to take an emergency uh, writ to take this un- take this up? It, they should, but it would be very hard. It would be very hard. Fortunately, we have Judge Cannon on this case down in Florida. She is uh, she's very smart. She comes from Venezuela. She has really good credentials. She's the one who took all the heats before on the Trump raid. And and then the, the, the Trump, the Biden Justice Department went to the 11th Circuit and duped these 11th Circuit judges, including two Trump appointees on the, le- on the, the, the 11th Circuit, by convincing them that the uh, Espionage Act and not the Presidential Records Act applies. It was just total incompetence and or cowardice by these two Trump judges. I I know them personally, and it does not surprise me at all what they did. These judges oftentimes forget that they have lifetime protection. Um, they have lifetime tenure and pay protection. They're supposed to make tough legal decisions, but even when there's, you know, the political mobs coming after them and these two just just collapsed to the political mob. Mike, you know, you know, Donald Trump, you've met with him. I, I'm going to let you go on this. Why do they hate him so much? Why do they hate him so much? It's pretty clear why they hated him so much. He's not uniparty. He's not the swamp. He is a brash, you know, some would say a jerk. I like him, but some would say he's a jerk. He's brash. He's not a swamp creature. And he was going to come in there. He went in there and shook up that place and they hated him for this. Uh, uh, they they unleashed the crossfire hurricane investigation on him. They spied on his presidential campaign. They spied on him when he was the president of the United States. They lied to the FISA court and got illegal spy warrants on Americans, including Carter Page. They impeached him several times. They impeached him for questioning that Joe Biden was taking a foreign bribe in Ukraine. It's absolutely insane. This is all because of the corruption of Obama, of, Obi- of Biden of Hillary, of uh, Eric Holder, of all all of the, the, the Justice Department officials, James Comey, Andrew McCabe, Peter Strzok, that Brian Ott guy or whoever he was at the, at the FBI. There are a whole bunch of people who House Republicans should start issuing subpoenas for immediately. Make them spend $200,000 responding to congressional subpoenas. Make them turn over their documents. Make them come in for staff depositions. Make them come in for public hearings. Make the process the punishment like the Democrats do to Republicans every day. Tr- President Trump does not need this job. He he has a nicer house. He has a nicer airplane. He has a nicer helicopter. He has a very good life. He doesn't need this crap at all. And they have gone after him nonstop since he came down that golden escalator. They're trying to take him out because they hate him because he stands in the way. He stands for the American people. Even if he had these documents, what the hell did he do with them, right? It's not like he's trying to sell sell out our secrets like Hillary Clinton did and like Joe Biden did. What, he bragged to a reporter about what he was able to accomplish as the president of the United States? Big damn deal, right? What did, what did that do to harm our national security? This stuff never leaked for 18 months. He didn't get rich off of this stuff like the Obamas, or excuse me, like the Bidens did and, and like the Clintons did. He, uh, Bi- P- President Trump doesn't need this at all. He's doing this because he loves his country. 
Mike Davis, thanks very much for coming on an emergency edition of the Adult in the Room podcast. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for spending some time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Adult in the Room podcast. To keep the programs you like to listen to, please rate this podcast with a fantastic five stars on your Apple podcast app every time you listen and give me a great review. Plus, of course, subscribe to the podcast. It makes a difference with the big tech algorithm and the big tech oligarchs, and it makes us easier to find. Please get in touch with me on all the big tech stuff. Yeah, we're still there. Using the names Victoria Taft or the Adult in the Room podcast on MeWe, Parlor, Minds, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks to 1A Cast for imaging, editing, and production. The fantastic song is Gospel by the March 4th Band of Portland, Oregon. Music for Antifa versus Mike Strickland is Ride or Die by Raps by RC. The Adult in the Room podcast is also a production of Flamingo Road Studios. Remember, head up, heart out, and strive to be the adult in the room. Till next time, mischief managed. <laughs>